What did you think would happen? Best case. She'll forget about you when you return to Caliban? You know that. Or do you think she won't wish that you can stay here with her? That for the rest of her life, she'll put you above getting whatever she wishes for? Even better, that for the rest of her life, she won't slip up and say something like, I wish it would stop raining? You can't win this. In the end, you'll be in Caliban. She'll forget you. And whatever friendship you think you have will be gone. Relationships are not for immortals. A bird and a fish may long for each other, but where could they live? Hello and welcome to episode 418 of Under the Cull of MS. This is a Tuesday Comics and MS episode. That was a quote from Jackson Pierce from As You Wish. Uh, and yes, I am sorry to all the Madman, Madmanapod fans. Three weeks, that's uncalled for. I was going to get an episode out this week, but a bunch of things happened again. It's just lots of things are just going <laughs> on right now. And I stupidly put my, dipped my toes into too many different little Things at once, and then springtime, summertime yard stuff came up with it, and some job changes, some life changes, all kinds of things happened recently within the past month that I had to address, which I still am addressing, which I still aren't have a lot that I have to do. I have not even got into, sadly. It's not getting any better. <laughs> Hopefully I can get it to work out, though, eventually. And get everything done I want to get done, at least hopefully before fall. So by fall, maybe we can have our video episodes running nice and smooth, and then that way all winter long, all fall and winter long, I can just do a ton of things I had planned, and I'll be teasing with some of those things beforehand, but I'm still having problems. I, I can yet, I cannot yet find any of my videos that I put out, so I don't know what's going on with all that. I got to get it figured out, but I will. I promise I will try to get it all worked out as soon as I can, and I... I can't guarantee anything ever, but I promise I'm going to try and get the Mad Manipod back up and running next Monday. So hopefully they'll work out and we can get back to that. I really wanted to do it this week again. <laughs> I had the book out, had it all ready, and then things happened. So, but we'll get back there. Life is short. Enjoy what time we have, doing what we can, just get it done. I got this week. I want to try and get 
my eBay filled and on it away and done with for the month since it's early in the month. I can get that taken care of, get my two, 250 listings used up. Got a drink. Oh, I got to take a drink. I got a stupid MS hug hit me all of a sudden. Feels like a gorilla just grabbed the left side of my rib cage and is trying to wrap it around to the back side. <laughs> uh, one more sip. All right, let's try and deal with this. Get this going. Uh, yeah, we got a little pile of comics, a fun pile of comics today. I'm really looking forward to really had a lot of fun with but so let's get started with it starting out with dwellings this is not a kickstarter it's some other type of platform style thing like kickstarter i can't remember so even after i signed up for it thankfully i signed up for it when i did because i could not remember what it's not gofundme it's something completely different but uh one that's obviously not that damn popular because <laughs> I can't think of the name at all. Um, but Jay Stevens had a dwellings. Uh, a dwellings backing comic that you could get and for the third issue of dwellings. But I was able to get issue number one and two through the project. I never heard of this before. I'm so glad I found out about it. Uh, someone from our Crimson Color Comic Club podcast told me about it. I believe that's how I found out. I don't think I told him about it. But this was a lot of fun. It's like like taking a animated kids. I mean, these are adult characters in kid-style form. Uh, just happen to be dealing with some psychotic murderous issues. This first one, we kind of get a, a story of about that has to do with a bunch of crows uh, called They Know. And we get to see how... A certain character ends up becoming a new character, but then eventually gets pulled back into the an older character that they used to be, and some other characters along the way just have a, some things going on that just happen to pull them into certain things, and you get to find out uh, different lifestyles of different people that you would expect different things from, and it's, you get these unique little twists that are a lot of fun in here. And yeah, it's some human obsessed eating crows <laughs> that are kind of a little pushy in this comic book, but I I love this. Uh, this is a, just a lot of fun. If you want to read a serial killer style story with some fun twist in a animated form this is for you this is very interesting and then uh 
You also get an Ah Hell comic in here, a little short comic about a deal that a person made with the devil and how they work that out. And you get tons of these little awesome advertisements that aren't real advertisements. They're parodies on advertising. And they all kind of link into the story. So it's like you get these fun little fun little things that kind of twist into the storyline. And uh, it's like, let's see. You know, I get a jack-o'-lantern. Do you enjoy carving turnips and pumpkins in honor of Stingy Jack, the Irishman who tricked the devil? Uh, do you want to get yourself some Black Death? Ring around the rosy, a pocket full of posies. Ashes, ashes, we all fall down. But for 20 cents, you can get yourself some Black Death. Uh, for 69 cents, you had these back when you were a kid. The word nostalgia comes from the American Greek words nostos, returning home, and algos, pain to the nostalgic is to truly return home in pain just tons of little fun things i just love when they do the little parody advertisements in the comic books and then the second storyline focuses on a interesting little character that just so happens to have some psychotic tendencies and He kind of just appears in certain areas and causes all kinds of trouble along the way. And then we also get another Ah Hell story in here. The And the main story is called Second Tongue, which you can just imagine someone talking about someone else. And that person just kind of wanting to keep their name out of their other person's mouth and what can happen along the way and then the ah hell there's another little devil story short with a character that made a deal with the devil and then of course lots more advertisements and fun things that come with it and then we had dwellings number three which the whole thing was set up for with the another ah hell story with the character that dealt with the deal with the devil and then uh, a quiet suki story of a interesting little uh, hand puppet that belongs to someone that someone else finds and they just somehow have a link to that hand puppet because they got a bone marrow transplant from someone else and i love the way these books were printed also they give you that uh well-worn used old comic book feel with the looks and feel of it but yet they're not damaged they just look like they're damaged and just beautifully done i was very happy with it and along with this uh whole ordeal i got some uh sookie poster with the hand puppet thingy i got uh the original limited edition uh art print 
uh, signed and numbered. And then there's a little postcard in here that relates to the stories. But yeah, this was just well done. Very well done by Jay Stevens. I am so happy I jumped on this one. It's done by Black Black Eye Books. And it's three issues so far. I don't know if there's going to be more. I hope so. Uh, they also have other Black Eye Books like The Land of Nod, which I have some of those and I never read them. I will have to get them and check them out. Then the Dwellings books. They have a Jet Cat book and a Dejex book. Don't know what those two are, but if I ever find them, I'm going to get my hands on them and check them out. But, yeah. Very well done there, Mr. J. Stevens. I, I'm so happy I did that. So, good pick. Next up, we got 8 Billion Genies, number one of eight. That makes sense. 8 Billion Genies have eight issues. I like how they did that. And this is by Image Comics. Uh, no synopsis, I guess. I thought they did have a little synopsis in here. But it's not hard to give you one for this. Basically... The world, the world is a vampire. Uh, basically, it starts out in a bar. Some interesting characters, a kid and his drunken dad and all that stuff. And all of a sudden, these little digital looking genie characters appear. One with every person in the world. Eight billion people. And it starts out with the the human population being at eight million. And as all the genies appear and explain to everybody that everybody was given a genie. And everybody will get a wish. One wish. It's like, here, I'll just give you the basis of the genies, what they say. Hello, it is great, it is a great pleasure to meet you. Every person on earth now has a genie. I am yours. You see all over the places. I am yours. I am yours. I am yours. I am yours. You will receive one wish. Not three. Just one. Be careful when you make your wish. For your intention will be reflected in how it is fulfilled. And then everybody has a chance to make a wish. I mean, personally, I'd leave it in my pocket. And make the genie hang out a while before I made a wish. But then you could also, like that, uh, as you wish saying went in the beginning of the podcast, you could accidentally make a wish that you don't want to wish. And then you'll waste your wish. So you might want to do it right away. And this one bartender, bartender character happens to do that. He makes a wish that 
I, that he wished that no wish made outside his bar can affect the bar or anyone or anything inside it. Which is a pretty smart wish. And well done, sir. Now, if one other person was smart, they would have said, I wish that nobody gets a genie. Then all the genies would have went away and none of this shit would be happening. This is what I would have tried to go for myself, but... <laughs> It starts out with the human population at 8 million people. And after the first eight minutes, we're already down to 7,999,000,000 people. And the human gene here, that was the human numbers. And the genie population is down to 7,998,000,000. So, one million people in the first eight minutes made their wish. Some made some greedy wishes, some made some interesting wishes, some made some fun wishes. And you gotta watch, read the story to find out what all happens. But yeah, when one person opens the bar door and looks outside, we see a very interesting world going on with a lot of characters' wishes and what they're trying to do and deal with. And of course, you get tons of people with the wishing for money, people wishing for love, people wishing for weird, unique superpowers and all that shit. Just all kinds of things happen. It's a very interesting, very interesting look at it. And... It sounds like issue two is going to introduce us to the first eight hours of what happens when they do this. Uh, I'm happy I jumped in on this. This is a run I want to stick with. I want to find out where it all goes, what all happens, how the whole bar thing works. It'll be interesting. Um, just... I suggest jumping on it. Eight Billion Genies. Charles Soul and Ryan Brown did this. And it's eight issues by Image Comics. Check out the fun and hilarity to be, be had. Then we got Marvel Voices Identity number one. And these are all number one. Usually they're all one shots. Usually the way they lay them out. So I don't even know why they number these things. But we get a secrets story that includes uh, James Wu and uh, Shang-Chi. In an interesting little battle that they're dealing with. And I really can't say much about these because they're just nice, simple, short stories. And I don't really want to ruin any of them, but they all take a twist on different cultures. And a lot of them have a uh, storyline that goes into some type of racial issues or ethnic issues or something like that. But these are all, all have been, every story I've read has been well written and 
well done, and I am interested in. I don't know why I don't buy these complete sets. Each one, I just gradually pick here and there. And then I end up picking up the other ones at comic book stores down the road anyways. But they're very good reads. Uh, Fool Me Twice is the next story where we get to see Kamala Khan dealing with uh, someone she opened her heart to. And what happens when she opens her heart up again. Some interesting things happen along the way. Very interesting story. Uh, again, interview with the letter Janice Chang. Get a nice little interview with her in here. We also have a prequel thing, which is an introduction by Isabel Hu. And then we have the Primeval Paradox, which is a interesting look into the life of Mantis from the Guardians of the Galaxy. And I get a little story about them in here and her struggling with uh, the identity of a being that she's dealing with. And it was very enjoyable and we had while you were out where we get to see dr stephen strange go off to do some work while wong hangs back at the sanctum sanctorum or whatever you want to call it <laughs> the house with bats the ghost dog which <laughs> i just love that hound i want to get Bats and Roscoe P. Coltrane's dog together, and it's almost. I every time I look at Bats, I just I kind of like read him out as like Roscoe's dog. It's like it's just it's like this is what happened to Roscoe's P. Coltrane's dog after he passed or something. But yeah, it's fun watching these two deal with some issues at their house. With a certain Girl Scout cookie selling uh, little missus that's very pushy. <laughs> it's got a fun twist. And what happens with it? And then we got a little celebrating identity thing showing you a bunch of comics that are out nowadays by Angelique Roche that... Uh, you can get your hands on, gives you some explanation of different ones, what basis they were built on. And it's just, these books are definitely worth grabbing on to. I enjoy them. And you get a variety of nice little stories in there, so it's worth checking out. And of course, that was by Marvel Comics. Then we got Twig. This is a Scotty Young book. This is issue one by Image Comics. And you give me something, Scotty Young. I'm going to usually jump on it. And this is an interesting little forest creature. And we get to see his life and what he has to deal with. Going to work at this giant living mountain. This giant living mountain being. He's got his little 
little dino friend that's kind of like can turn into like a light himself up and help him out to get through the world and get to where he needs to be to go to work and he learns about his job and we get to find out some interesting things about this character along the way and there's some great artwork thrown in in the back and with kind of like a silent story style layout of art but just teasing you with the next issue stuff but but yeah he's he's a character that has to basically deliver stuff to and he's taking something to a character called the Path Slayer in here. And we, you gotta read the story to find out what the device has for potential, what it's for, and what these people are that he's taking it to, why he's doing this. It, it, or he, he or she, I don't know what Twig is. I don't know what kind of sexual orientation he has, she has. I just can't so help but say he because it just looks like a he to me. But I just, yeah. I really enjoyed that. I'm looking forward to the rest of that. I'm not sure how far that run's going. I don't think it's going to be much over a five or six issue run, but we'll see. And this is not a comic. This is a book. But my wife picked it up because at a sale because just because of the name on it. And it's called Poultry Geist. By Eric Garan, illustrated by Pete Oswald. Oswald. And this is just a fun, enjoyable, it's kid-friendly, I think, teaching them about death and stuff like that. But you kind of get to find out what happens when the chicken does try to cross the road to get to the other side. And he definitely goes to the other side. Uh, ends up passing away and going to the dark side. <laughs> there is a Poultry Geist movie out there that's pretty deep and dark, but a lot of fun. And this makes the Poultry Geist basis and storyline even more fun. And like I said, I think it's kid-friendly. You got to teach kids about death anyways. The only thing in life you're guaranteed is death. But, yeah, that's a fun little book about yeah, the chicken going to the other side of the road or the other side of life. <laughs> going to the dark side. Uh, let's see here. Do you have anything to talk about? I did check out Despicable Me. Number one and two, which I had a lot of fun rewatching those. Uh, I know I watched the first one in the past. I don't know if I watched the whole second one in the past, but I always like anything with the minions. So they're always fun little characters to check out. Uh, there is a witch pardoning. Uh, what was this last week? I think. In 1693, Elizabeth Johnson Jr. was the last accused witch to be acquitted. And it's like, I don't believe she's the last one to be. Last 
accused witch that wasn't acquitted. And I think there's a lot of them that were murdered back in those days just because guys were cheating on their wives and stuff and probably used as an, as an excuse to get their wives killed by saying that their wife attacked them or their wife's a witch and stuff like that. I could see causing issues with people just using that to their advantage to get rid of a loved one just because of the times uh, I picked up Paramount Plus because I found out got Beavis and Butthead movie coming out this month I was all excited about that so you can only get through Paramount Plus I think it's coming late June so we did that, and uh, we were checking it out, and they had The Lost City on there with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum, and of course, people like Daniel Radcliffe, Brad Pitt, and she had a variety, Sandra has a variety of assistants helping her out that were hilarious. Uh, it's kind of got that romance in the stone, Indiana Jones, flash dance feel to it, <laughs> kind of a little bit of everything like that style stuff, but they actually did a good job. I was pretty happy. I gave it a 7 out of 10 for... I had, I expected to give it a 5 out of 10. I got what I kind of expected, but it was actually funnier and more enjoyable than I thought it would be. And Brad Pitt's character is a blast. Uh, but yeah, check out The Lost City if you haven't. And we also re rewatched The Crow, of course. So anytime we get come across that, wife likes to watch it, so. We've seen that quite a few times now, but I'm going to end this here and we'll get back with the health segment right after this because we're running out of time. So we'll be right back. All right, we're going to try this again. I just <laughs> basically did a long rant of stuff that could have probably filled up about 15, 20 minutes and I didn't have the recording going. So, oops. But anyways, what I was bitching about, <laughs> on June 3rd of this year, they had Wear Orange for Gun Violence, which is hunting colors to start off with. Their fluorescent orange is the main color for deer hunting season and stuff like that. <laughs> we get no recognition for MS Month. And then May 30th is MS. MS day and our color for MS is orange so you're representing our color with gun violence which I think is so wrong and they I could not get anybody to talk about MS for MS month or MS day for the last two years anybody in the news or anywhere else but yeah no problem doing this shit but yeah, that's messed up. And then they want to raise the age to 21 for gun purchases. And they want to do things about large quantity clips and uh, automatic rifles, stuff like that. The AK-47s and stuff. And... But I want to see the last 10 years, all weapon related cases. I would love to see all reports and everything. And I would like to know, I guarantee you, most the majority of weaponry that's found from 
any of these cases are probably stolen, bought in from a trunk, bought in on the street. They're not going to the store. They're not doing the 14-day paperwork or whatever it is, seven-day. I don't know what it is anymore. I haven't bought a gun in a long time. But, yeah, that's just ridiculous. And this, it's like our government is getting dumber (laughs) every day with all this stuff that's going on. I mean, we have people, like, wake up every morning and someone shot someone else in a town near or in our town or wherever or somewhere close or whatever. I'm sure this is happening in every state, every country, whatever. I don't know if every, I can't say every country because we're the ones with all the gun issues, apparently, according to everything, all the reports. But uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Every day someone's getting shot, killed in a town near me. And it's getting really, really old. At least once, twice, three times a week lately, we got some type of mass shooting going on in a different state or our own state or wherever. It's like get off all these stupid rules, regulations, laws, all this other crap. Get the enforcement out there and take care of the damn thing. It's like I constantly see cops sitting and doing their little traffic ticket sittings and they're doing it during the day and stuff but if you go out at night you don't see the cops patrolling why not they should be patrolling the damn streets after 10 you want your kids in the house by 10 but you don't want anybody patrolling the streets after 10 to see what the hell's going on i can't go to the bigger city without constantly seeing People driving like jackasses, causing all kinds of issues, screaming at you, fighting with you. It's something going on. Just so sick. I don't even like going to the city anymore. It's like I'm getting city shock and PTSD. I freak out lately. It's like I don't even want to be around people. I don't know what's going on. These people are just spazzing out about everything. It's just getting old. I and mean, there was a guy kid that interviewed some kids called the Kia boys I think it was who are racing their cars around Milwaukee area and wherever and they're threatening a bloody year and we're watching this kid record these guys on video okay we can't just arrest them be done with it over with and what's going on why are we playing these games it's all about social media acceptance and getting the most likes and all that shit. And at the same time, people's lives are at hand and we're not doing nothing about it. That's ridiculous. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's a sad, sad time. Right now, I mean, I can't even watch my <laughs> Colorado Avalanche. I'm trying to enjoy that, and I don't know what the I'm gonna say something that's gonna make me look like a piece of shit because I am a white male and I'm the biggest piece of shit in the world. 
That's what's going on now. White men, bad, hate them. Everybody should hate them. But I love hockey. The one black player in the Edmonton Oilers camp and in the whole series with them in Colorado Avalanche is a heavy enforcer. Likes punching people in the head. Likes trying to get penalties called. Likes knocking people down. Just took one of the Avalanche players down a couple nights ago. Nailed him from back. Upper back part of the neck. Nailed him from the back. Sent him head first into the wall. And could have seriously injured him. Why? Just to try and get a penalty called on the other player if they get pissed at you and come back and attack you. They're not coming back and attacking you. It's like this guy's just constantly, every time I see him on the ice, he's in a group setting. He's just punching people, shoving people. It's like, come on, why? Why are you so angry? And this makes no sense to me. And it's like, I'm the piece of shit. <laughs> For everything that I do. It's all, all this privilege shit. I don't get no freaking privilege. So, I don't know. This just pisses me off. But hey, I did see today. <laughs> NHL bans Edmonton's cane one game for Kadri boarding blow. It's like, that took you out of a freaking championship game for the Stanley Cup. You really don't want your name, you want your name just sitting there laid out like that. It's like, why? Bust your ass and play good. I mean, Edmonton has the ability, <laughs> but they're down three three games to none against my beautiful Colorado Avalanche. So I know this isn't a sports part of the show. So I just had a match next. It had the hitting. It's just it's all health related, in my opinion. And I'm just hearing more and more constant stuff, but. All kinds of things that are driving me crazy, and I hate seeing this. There's no sense for it. This day and age, we can all get along and quit the bullshit. <laughs> we want to get along. We want everything equal throughout the world, but everybody's so angry. Let's all get along. Let's all hang around. Let's all have a good time. <laughs> Quit being so freaking angry. Let's talk some health stuff. <laughs> I know everybody hates me. That's fine. How? Let's see. Kaleidoscope vision in people with MS. What is kaleidoscope vision? Do you remember the toy called the kaleidoscope? It was a cylindrical tube that you looked through to see that those beautifully colored. It was just so awesome. It was so fun watching that broken glass just tumble through there and just turn out. I got a few little kaleidoscopes somewhere in some storage boxes or something. I always hang on to those when I find them just because they're fun little things. You get, get bored and just stare off into space and just turn the knob and just play with it. I got a cool one that's just a a tube full of glitter and stuff, and you just roll it through there back and forth. And just, 
awesome little vibrant colors and yeah, one that lights up and does all kinds of fancy things. They're awesome. Kaleidoscopes are fun, kids. If you've never played with them, get one. I guarantee you'll enjoy it. Unless you don't have a heart. Kane probably wouldn't enjoy it. He'd probably smash it on the ground a bunch of times. <laughs> then he'd be sitting there, oh, I got nothing to play with. It's because you had to be a dick. <laughs> When you turn to the bottom of it, the shapes and colors move. Yeah, we just talked about all that. They're cool. But as cool as it may seem to see rainbows randomly and have beautiful broken glass images in your head, seeing this without the toy is cause for concern. I have a feeling they're going to get to talking about it. I got, like I said, it's my eyes are like looking through a dandelion once it hits the white puppy version of it. It's like I see those little white things everywhere and I'm trying to look through them. And then I got all the way around the edge of my eyes. It's like all kinds of different colors I can see. And then when I get certain type of flashes and stuff like that, they can have vibrant colors that kind of like are turning in the sun hits me at times i can have issues with certain things yeah my eyes like to play tricks on me but yeah all kinds of visual things that you try and look through and deal with and cannot deal with them for a while also bam hello so aptly named kaleidoscope vision usually occurs as an aura or precursor to a migraine although the use of halogenic drugs can Produce kaleidoscope vision as well. The images you see are distorted, colorful, and broken. Sometimes shiny and may move. Incidentally, individuals with MS experience migraines three times more often and possibly even differently than someone without MS. Two types of migraines can cause kaleidoscope vision. Visual ocular migraine happens when the nerve cells in your brain begin to dysfire, sending discombobulated signals to your eyes. These generally last from 10 minutes to 30 minutes. And retinal migraines is more serious as it is a result of loss of blood flow to the eye. You may experience a blind spot or in some cases total blindness, but only in one eye. Oh, wow. Holy shit. That's what that's called. I've had that <laughs> a variety of times. I've lost it in both eyes, though, too. But usually that's sun blindness style. But, yeah, it's it's trippy when you just, goes, you just go blind all of a sudden. And then eventually, thankfully, it comes back. Hopefully. <laughs> but, yeah, it's... Is don't you just it's weird you, on how you react to it and what you try and do for it and it's like, uh, even more serious causes of kaleidoscope vision may include stroke, brain injury. I can totally see that you're cutting off flow, blood flow to the brain, head, skull area, or damage to the retina. If you are, I wonder if a retina is kind of like a brain. If you're you're in a coma for a certain period and all of a sudden your brain just goes cuckoo 
is um assuming that's the same way with blood loss to the eye, retina could cause something like that i could see if you are unsure about the cause please contact your physician or go to the nearest emergency department especially if you are experiencing it for the first time uh how do i know if it's more than uh, we know it's like if you want to know if it's more than if the symptoms you can look for that may signal a more serious cause of kaleidoscope vision than a migraine most if not everyone at the same at some point experience floaters in your line of vision yeah i've had those a lot a lot more in the earlier days i i could say i no, I still get floaters quite a bit. Yeah, I was just thinking how long it's been, but <laughs> so yeah, I remember just a couple days ago. But when they are enormous and are accompanied by flashes of light or blind spots, it is time to seek medical attention. Tunnel vision or blindness on one side is a good time to go in. Any change in your migraines, such as length of time and pain intensity, especially if it's not going away. It's a good time to see your doctor. Uh, Or an ophthalmologist. Or any eye specialist that you can get to in your area. But yeah. So if you are experiencing the kaleidoscope vision phenomenon or any other aura for the first time, seek medical attention. Kaleidoscope vision can also be a sign of something much more. So yeah, we just talked about all that. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I just didn't want to those. Modes today, my mind's still frustrated about a bunch of I'm just sick of seeing people shooting each other every day. Someone else gets killed in town near me or you. Or or we have mass shootings almost every week now lately in some state. Just This shit's got to change. We got Mother Earth trying to get rid of us by giving us all kinds of diseases. She's sick and tired of our bullshit. Should maybe start listening to her. Alright. Thinking and memory. Avoid multitasking. We are cog fog and stuff. If your MS is bad enough to cause it. Cog fog and the other mental issues. Don't. I mean, we all do it. We all multitask. I mean, Christ, right now I'm doing a podcast. Um, looking at through web pages and stuff I had bookmarked for God forever <laughs> that I never looked at. I probably would have never looked at if I didn't do the podcast. But yeah. While I'm doing that, I'm also planning other things out throughout the day and doing other stuff on my desk. 
so we can't help but multitask but we're not good at it we're better off just focusing on one thing writing down things are number one if you get ms just get used to it again you got your devices in your hands you can keep notes keep calendars dates check and you can set up all kinds of there's tons of great apps out there i finally got a smartphone finally broke down gave well i still got the landline but (laughs) finally got a smartphone a couple months ago two three months ago i'm still hardly using i'm getting better i got i think six apps maybe downloaded on there now and i'm trying to do some podcasts and stuff through it but having issues with it and I actually bought a couple movie tickets through it with it so far. I like that. You go to the movie theater, just let them scan it and done, over with, good to go. Don't have to have money with you and stuff. But then if someone steals your phone, then they got all your other information anyway. <laughs> so, uh, and the phones are big, bulky, heavy pains in the ass. I got a sweater, shirt, hoodie thing that I just bought and the sleeves were eight inches too long. So I got a friend of my wife's to sew up the sleeves, cut them off for me. And I asked if she could take some of the extra material and make me an inside pocket in the chest area. So I can, that's big enough for my phone. So I can just stick it in there because every other pocket it's fallen out of and it's annoying. I just hate. <laughs> carrying it around I want one that I want a damn wristwatch that I can just hit a button and a screen comes up in front of me why don't we have that yet it's 20, 21st century people get you off your ass and get going <laughs> uh, organize your home organize your environment and we're talk, talking about how to man, keep your mind manage your brain so it's not going insane with all the other problems around you but keep your environment clean and workable and i'm a, i'm looking around my room right now and if you've seen where i am <laughs> you'd be like what the hell are you talking about you're no one to talk and i i will be the first to say i am not anyone to talk i got 10 billion things on the back burner that i'd love to get done at tons of things coming up i got shit piled everywhere that i want to go through and get done with but i never will probably i'll probably die before i get through half the shit i want in my life but yeah it's best to downsize just keep your life simple the base main things you love keep those things around you everything else don't worry about it i say yeah uh watch your mood depression can brain issues can cause depression no problem it can set it off with anything you can just get depressed very easily that's why it's best join some groups if you can uh, even if it's just online groups there in lots of places have city groups local groups Stuff like that, I haven't found one yet, so I don't know when I'm in a pretty good area being in central Wisconsin, but hey, 
I got my online groups and a lot of Wisconsinites are in there. So we can talk whenever we want. Uh, it's always good to have like-minded individuals that you can spread stuff with, relax, kick back, listen to your body, meditate, do some yoga if you can. There's chair yoga, bed yoga. You can't move out of your bed. You can do some movement. That might eventually help you sit up and get out of that bed. Get into a chair and work in that chair. and Maybe eventually be up to a walker. Up to a cane. Maybe back up walking. I don't know. I dream of it all the time, but I'm still struggling. I haven't done yoga in a long time. I miss it. I meditate, though. I love it. sucks. It's raining out today. I, I love taking the walker up on the hill and just sitting up there. Meditating, drawing, reading, whatever. But, yeah. Yeah, take time yourself. Just kick back. Take a nap if you have to. I mean, I'm I'm adjusting to this bullshit with my cat. My Lemmy Killmeister is turning into a dick. <laughs> Controlling my life. But now I'm up with him going out playing until probably about 11 o'clock at night, most nights. And that's on and off all day long with him. You never know when he's going to sleep or want to go play. And then you got to watch to make sure he gets back in or leave a little crack open in the door and hope some other critter don't come in. Uh, and then get him finally to come downstairs and crawl in bed with my with Shelly around 11 and then he'll tuck her in lay down and fall asleep and I'll get to do my shit in the dark down here in the basement for till midnight 1 o'clock and I go to bed and then he has me up well today by 2 but usually 3, 3.30 preferably 4 Get up, sit with him till five while he goes and plays outside, in and out, or whatever, or sit there being a dick until he gets fed at five o'clock. And then he'll come down, eat a little bit of hard food, take a dump, <laughs> and scratch on the bed. Try and wake Shelly up. And then sometimes, like this morning, he did crawl into bed with us. It was rainy out. He was bummed. He, I, I, he went out in the rain a couple times. Once by choice. <laughs> and so he's the one that got me up. So if you're going to nag to go out, you're going out for a second. And you can come right back in. But you're going to feel a couple raindrops to know that. This is why I told you to stay in bed for another hour. <laughs> uh, but yeah. And then I'll come down after I feed him before he does all his little routine and then claws on the bed. And I'll get in bed and hope to fall asleep within the next half hour to an hour. Usually he'll be annoying and get Shelly up, or he'll lay by me and just sit there constantly pushing against me, and I'll have to keep petting him, and 
listening to him until she finally gets up or until I get mad and just go back upstairs with him. <laughs> and eventually she'll get up. I'll get to sleep till 8, sometimes 9, 9.30. And then the day is back again. And by the weekend, I'm ready to collapse. I'm ready to collapse day one. It's like, (laughs) I'm already ready to collapse. Uh, And the week's just started only a couple days in. But uh, I forgot what I was talking about other than the cat. (laughs) But yeah, that's... Sleep is a good thing. If you can get a nap in here and there, great. Do it. Do what you can. Uh, You can do cognitive rehabilitation. There's brain training exercises you can find online and stuff. There's all kinds of cognitive things you can research and look up. Just look up brain games, brain exercises, cognitive. uh, Cognitive help. But watch out also. There's a lot of natural crap you can buy out there that pretty much is giving you, uh, what's it called, the old uh, placebo (laughs) thing. It's uh, You're not really getting what you think you're getting. So watch what you do. Research stuff. Check into it. And see what you can do to help yourself. Listen to your body. See how something feels. Try something else. Go on something for a couple weeks. Then try something else for a couple weeks. And But just don't keep adding on top. Just t- go off one and try a different one. And see which things work best for your body. Your body will tell you if it's getting what you want it to get or not. And there is a girlwithms.com site you can go to if you want to hear her, which anything she has to talk about MS-wise. I know I've heard her on some podcast episodes before and stuff. I think her, that's where I think I heard about her. But yeah, there's other things I'll get to tomorrow with on Wellness Wednesday, it looks like. But I am running out of time, so be good to yourself, be good to everybody else. Kick shot a monster. Rate, review, tell a friend. Subscribe. If you see someone's phone, just accidentally subscribe to Under the Call of MS on their phone. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't touch people's stuff. Stay out of people's electronics but yeah uh, we'll get back to you tomorrow with the Wellness Wednesday episode and then we might have something fun on happening on Thursday so we'll get back to you then hope you have a great rest of your day we'll talk to you again soon bye